0: Hello, everyone. Hope you're well, and thank you for listening to my podcast. This week's podcast is going to be on the topic of whether today's education system is outdated and still relevant to students' needs. We will be focusing on the eight intelligences and how the system is only adapted to one or two. It is not effective for the whole of the population that is being educated and appeals only to a segment who are talented in one way. I would like to add, if you disagree with me in today's podcast, or any time in general, I would love to hear from you and get a taste of your opinion in the comments below. Just before we dive in, let me ask you a question. When I say intelligent, what do you think? Who do you instantly picture? Most likely, an academic topper or someone who is extremely progressive in their studies. But this refers to only one type of intelligence, intellectual or general intelligence, that focuses on cogn- cognitive ability. However, throughout this episode, I hope that this image changes and that you are enlightened on the many types of intelligences and the biases everyday school children face in a learning environment, which isn't dated to suit specific needs. Some questions to consider are, should other types of intelligence be nurtured and different types of learning be available to the children who need it? How is it fair that only one type of learning is available? And doesn't this pose an advantage to children whose brain functions in this way? In 1983, Howard Garner first introduced the theory of multiple intelligences in his book, outlining the several different ways of thinking that are present in humans. This challenged the previous notion that people are only able to be clever in one way, so ingrained in society. Yet even now, when we know that everyone's brain and intelligence differs, we still stick to an education system that rigidly follows a set curriculum and teaches everything in just one way, focusing on memorization and arguably just grades. And the thing that strikes me as odd is though this was uncovered nearly half a century ago, nothing has really changed. I, for starters, only recently found out that there are eight different types of intelligences, and before that was left in the dark. An example of school life being biased and ineffective towards people with specific intelligences are IQ and CAT tests. These are tests which require you to have a specific way of thinking, logical and mathematical, to be able to gain higher results, and are often used to detect a person's intelligence, below average, average or above average, an inaccurate way of doing so. Not only can today's schooling system instill disappointment and anxiety within students if they aren't exceptional at the subjects generalised to make you clever, it can also prevent children who are the best at other subjects from reaching their full potential because they feel diminished by academically gifted students and so are not recognised enough. Nowadays, society's consensus is that academically talented people are the smartest because academics are the most important subjects, which isn't true and makes other talented people seem inferior. However, educating people under different types of intelligences and having an adaptive schooling system can make children who are not good in, say academics be able to shine easier in other subjects. For example, children who are the best in core subjects like maths are considered the most clever. But what about children equally as good in other subjects? The children who are good at academics or core subjects will will or might be weak in another subject, just as some are weak in in academics. So how is it fair that the people good at one particular subject are considered more intelligent than children good at other subjects? They will, at the end of the day, both most likely be weak in other areas of learning. Why should someone who is weak in academics be exposed and not vice versa? I have talked a lot about toppers, but now for people who just generally need help? Because there are so many types of intelligences, it means everyone's brain works in a different way. Some might be more creative and visionary, whilst others are more mathematical and logical. Therefore, some people may find it easier to learn pictorially or with flashcards, etc. But in today's system, we just take notes and follow textbooks. It is important to embrace these needs as well in learning. That's why I think the system isn't adapted well to today's society because firstly it only really embraces one type of intelligence and secondly only teaches in one way making it harder for children with different brain workings and strengths to understand or perform to their full potential in different subjects. Just before we finish I would like to quickly tell you about the eight intelligences and what they mean. In no specific order, naturalist, understanding living things and reading nature. Spatial, visualising the world in 3D. Linguistic, finding the right words to express what you mean and having the ability to be articulate. Intrapersonal, understanding yourself, what you feel and what you want, being mentally decisive. Bodily kinesthetic is coordinating your mind with your body. Musical is discerning sounds, their pitch, tone, rhythm and timbre. And logical or mathematical is quantifying things, making hypotheses and proving them. And finally, interpersonal is sensing people's feelings and motives. It is identified that the schooling system is based around logical, also known as mathematical and linguistic intelligences lacking involvement of other intelligences like I've shown today. I hope you learned something today. I think for education to be adapted to the 21st century, there needs to be more involvement of teachers in ensuring that children who shine in non-course subjects and are talented in other subjects should be recognised and provided with as many opportunities. On top of this, I think schools should address the fact that there are different ways of learning and that people who struggle may just have different brain workings, which allow them to absorb information differently. Schools should adapt to the strengths of students and cope with their weaknesses to form a well-educated and strong school community that could be adapted to today's society. And on that note, I hope you had a merry, merry Christmas and have a happy new year filled with kids champagne if you're my age and lots of fun. This is going to be the last episode of 2020. I shall see you from Sunday 3rd January again. Enjoy the last few days of 2020. If you're like me, I'm sure you want this dreadful year to be over. Happy holidays. Here's to the last episode of 2020.